Welcome back to the 20th and Blake podcast from My Life Sports. As always, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Cade Walker, and uh, today I wanted to talk about a few things. First of all, I wanted to uh, wish happy birthday to the uh, Hall of Famer for the Colorado Rockies, Larry Walker. Uh, I was actually uh, at Blake Street Tavern last year with uh, Manny Randalwa and a few other people um, when... Larry Walker was voted into the Hall of Fame uh, when that announcement came out, so that was that was a very cool event to be at. Uh, in addition to that, a um, couple news items for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, first of all, Elias Diaz. Uh, the Rockies avoided arbitration with him, and they're bringing him back on a one-year, $1.2 million contract uh, with a few incentives as well built in there, so... It looks like Elias Diaz is going to be a mainstay in the Colorado Rockies lineup for this season. Um, you know, that has some relevance about a topic I want to talk about in a second. Uh, but also wanted to mention that Ashton Godot, uh, pitcher that some players or some people are excited to watch him last season. Uh, he is now with the Pittsburgh Pirates, I believe, signed with them in free agency. So. Uh, no longer Colorado Rocky. Also, the Grand Junction Rockies, which was the rookie ball affiliate for the Colorado Rockies, is um, no longer affiliated with the Colorado Rockies. Dick Mumford will remain a partial owner, uh, but they will no longer be considered an MLB affiliate. Um, uh, there's there's some interesting developments going on in the minor leagues, and it's pretty clear that Rob Manford doesn't really care uh, about the minor leagues or minor league baseball. I, I mean, most diehards of major league baseball uh, understand how valuable the minor leagues are in evaluating prospects and uh, filling out the organization. And I mean, Manfred doesn't really, doesn't really understand that. He doesn't really care about minor league baseball. Yes, I, I, admit that there are financial concerns, but that has more to do with the owners and their willingness to spend money to develop their uh, their players than it does um, have to do with anything else, honestly. I mean, if you want to build up a product of not, not only Major League Baseball, because, I mean, Major League Baseball is an organization, baseball exists outside of it, but um, Major League Baseball is the pinnacle of the sport. I mean, it's, it's the ultimate apex of baseball so if Manfred is you know cracking down on lower divisions of baseball it's really just hurting the sport overall and then ultimately it will hurt major league baseball I think in the long run it's more of an investment than than it is anything uh, it's more of an investment in the sport than it is a financial investment I don't think the commissioner understands that and I don't think the owners understand and I don't think the owners frankly care about that as much so uh, that's that's just my two cents on on that but uh the good news is that the grand junction rockies will still exist they'll be around um i believe they'll still be in the pioneer league but i'm not 100 percent sure about that they just won't be an mlb affiliate uh so um also let's see i'll, I'll talk about i'll talk about um matt pierpont a little bit later uh but specifically with the catcher situation the Rockies avoided arbitration with Elias Diaz, so they're bringing him back. 
Uh, there was some talk this week, especially brought up by Nick Groke over at The Athletic, that Tony Walters may be a candidate for the Rockies to non-tender this season. So essentially, they just won't renew his contract for this uh, upcoming season. They won't go into arbitration with him. They won't uh, bring him back. So that's that's not uh, a report. It's not 100% news, but it is speculation that uh, because Walters is slated to make a little bit more than $1.7 million this season, I think he made that last season due for a little bit of a raise. Uh, if the Rockies decide to step away from Tony Walters, in uh, in that capacity in that um, contract just to save a little bit of money I believe that uh, Walters may be non-tendered now um, my opinion on this is that I I've talked about Tony Walters Tony Walters posted negative 0.7 wins above replacement this last season he's very 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 poor at the plate he's probably about an average defender but at the same time, he does have a repertoire. He does have a relationship with the Colorado Rockies pitching staff. And, you know, that's really been the main appeal with him is, you know, he's a, a veteran backstop at this point. He has a repertoire with the pitchers, as I mentioned. He's established that relationship with them. So um, he's been around the organization, and so he knows the pitchers, and he has, he has that relationship with them. So, I mean... That, that appeal isn't going to go away until the Rockies bring in more catchers to develop relationships with the pitchers. So I think at this point with the amount of production that Walters actually brings, it may be time to cut those ties. I think he probably does have a place in Major League Baseball, but he's, uh, he's a backup at best. Um, should not be a starter for an entire season. I've talked about this before um, on this podcast and in, in previous um, podcasts that I've done and writings that I've done is that Walters isn't a 162-game catcher. I mean, no catchers really are, but he isn't a starting catcher. He's a backup guy at best, defensive specialist at best. And, I mean, Rockies fans will definitely remember him for his heroics in the wild card game a couple years ago. But, again, I at this point in time, he just is a bad uh offensive catcher and he's his defensive skills are just not enough to make up for that and obviously the Rockies trust Elias Diaz they brought him back they signed Jose Brasino who I've talked about to a minor league deal and you know I think Brasino can be productive I think he can post a positive wins above replacement which is something that the Rockies have not had out of their catchers in a while so I mean if you want to platoon uh, Elias Diaz and Jose Brasino next season, that's something that I would be interested in because I think Brasino has the capability to be at least an average player on both sides of the baseball, whether it be offense or defense. I think he can be average. And, I mean, he's 28. I don't think there's much upside there, but, you know, I average on either side of the plate is more upside than what the Rockies have had in past seasons. So, uh, with that, the catcher's battle we may not see Tony Walters return to the Colorado Rockies. We may see him non-tendered. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that decision. I think Brasino might be the best option uh, for the Colorado Rockies catcher position next season. Uh, also, something that um, 
Dan Zimborski mentioned in the Zips projections was the issue of Matt Pierpont. I'll talk about the Zips projections after after the break, after the Addery, but uh, Matt Pierpont is definitely someone who I wanted to cover a little bit. Uh, Pierpont has been in the Rockies organization for about mm, six seasons now. Uh, he was drafted in 2013, so actually seven seasons from Winthrop University. You know, his college numbers weren't really that good, um, but they brought him in, uh, drafted him in the 26th round, so he was a late pick, uh, and, you know, he's really, really become effective. He uh, worked his way up through the minor leagues, posted some very, very solid numbers. Um, 2017, posted in the area 2.02. 2. 2018, uh, it, that was in double A. 2018, posted an ERA of 1.95. And when he was called up to triple A in 2019, over the course of a 25 game uh, sample size, he posted an ERA of 2.65. I mean, that's pretty effective, I think. I mean, he's been. He hasn't had an ERA over three in the minor league since 2015, and that was in a stint in high A uh, over in Modesto, which was an affiliate of the Colorado Rockies. So, I mean, he's been super effective, and he is currently a free agent. He's not in the Rockies organization. And with the Rockies needing so much bullpen help, it's kind of curious as to why Matt Pierpont was never used, was never called up, especially when they called up someone like Philip Deal, right? Like, Philip Deal was good. Uh, nothing against Philip Deal. I think he'll be a contributor at some point. But, I mean, the guy had never pitched above double A. Uh, and, you know, Pierpont was an established pitcher in triple A. Uh, it's very curious as to what the Rockies are doing with the bullpen. And it seems like there are some pieces that they had there, but they never really fully realized them. So, you know, with, uh, you know, with seeing... Pierpont as a free agent and maybe, you know, him becoming something at some point in time, a contributor for another team, that would be probably one of the more frustrating things to watch as Rockies fans because, you know, the Rockies have done this before uh, with guys who they ha have produced at a minor league level. They just don't realize it. They go produce somewhere else. Uh, Roberto Ramos is one who, uh, fantastic, fantastic AAA hitter raked in double-A, and he goes over to the KBO and is one of their best players in the Korean baseball organization. But e even at the major league level, you have Mike Talkman and Tom Murphy, who Rockies fans are, uh, they remember, they had small stints at the major league level, but now they are legitimate starting uh, caliber players. Mike Talkman with the Yankees, which is a very, very solid organization, and then Tom Murphy over with Seattle. So uh, keeping that in mind, it's definitely frustrating to see players like this just fall through the cracks. Well, with that in mind, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, and that's DraftKings Sportsbook. The gyms may not be full, but there's definitely no shortage of madness this college basketball season. For us fans, the college basketball powers that be have gifted us with a top-tier matchup between two powerhouses. This weekend, Gonzaga and Baylor will be going toe-to-toe -to -toe for what could be the nation's top ranking. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is bringing you closer to the action with these can't-miss offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all college basketball fans who sign up now the chance to win $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win this Clash of the Titans. Plus, you'll get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when you sign up using promo code MHS. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. 
DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up for your shot to turn $1 into $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win. That's right, bet $1 to win $100. Use promo code MHS during sign-up to take advantage of these great offers. That's one more time, promo code MHS for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4730. So now I want to talk about briefly the Zips projections for the Colorado Rockies for this season. Now these ones are always a little bit gloomy to look at. Um, the model at Zips. Uh, by James Zimborski over at Fangraphs. Doesn't always like the Colorado Rockies. Um, there's definitely some instances where the Zips projection system doesn't really have enough data to really project these guys, such as in the case of Daniel Bard, who had a fantastic season this year, uh, pitched just under 30 innings, but was super effective in all of them. Uh, well, almost all of them. Um, he came back, had them thrown for several years, came out throwing 97 with very, very good stuff. So the Zips projection system doesn't really know what to do with him. Uh, so he's not not very high on this list, but uh, if we're looking at the top players on this list. So what Zips does, Zips doesn't really account for um, playing time. So you have number one, Trevor Story, with uh, wins above replacement of 4.0, and second, Nolan Arenado with wins above replacement of 3.8. The Zips projection system has Nolan getting back to an OPS of just under 900, you know, slugging 534, getting on base at uh, a rate of 354. So that's not bad, um, and that's very good, and that's definitely something that the Rockies would like to see. Um, but third, again, this is not accounting for playing time, but just in terms of a quality of player, Zips has Colton Welker, uh, the third baseman out of A for the Colorado Rockies. I believe he was on the 60-man um, this last season, but, I mean, Welker hasn't really shown much. I mean, he hasn't had any major league experience, so I'm not sure what the model sees in Welker. Also, I mean, I think it projects him to do better at the major league level at the plate than he has done um, in the minor leagues, so I'm not sure what they see in him there, but I, that's what the projection system says. Next after that is sort of a disappointing one, uh, Kevin Pillar. I mean, if Kevin Pillar is the third best player on your team, then you have other issues. Uh, behind Kevin Pillar is Charlie Blackman. Uh, they see him replicating a decent year at the plate, but again, Blackman has never been a plus defender, and that drags his statistics down a little bit. Now, moving down the list, you have uh, Ryan McMahon sliding in at 1.1 wins above replacement, about the same as Charlie Blackman. Uh, I mean, that'd be that'd be a decent upgrade. I think you definitely want to see that from McMahon moving forward. I hope McMahon is able to tap into his incredible bat speed, his um, power that he has undoubtedly, and that I've talked about before. Hopefully he's able to, to do that. Uh, Jonathan Daza slides in below him. He wasn't really uh, much of a contributor this past season at all. I mean, he, he wasn't a contributor. He has essentially zero power. Uh, decent defender, but they have him as the third best outfielder on the Colorado Rockies in this projection system. Below him is Raimel Tapia, who 
definitely was a contributor last season and um, at least slid his way into being an average player. So, I mean, hopefully he continues that trend and continues to improve. Um, below that, you have Dom Nunez, who, man, I don't know what he's what the plan is for Dom Nunez this season if they want to rock with a Elias Diaz, Jose Bersino platoon behind the plate. But the first catcher on this list that's mentioned is Dom Nunez. So uh, that's that's definitely something to keep in mind. Maybe moving forward, it doesn't really appear like that has very positive or very optimistic hitting stats for Dom Nunez. So it's not the fact that they rank Dom Nunez so highly. It's just that the other catchers are just so mediocre that they don't even have them up this high. Uh, below him, below Dom Nunez, Ramel Tapia, Giannis Daza, Ryan McMahon, below all these guys is former all-star David Dahl. Now, um, the Zips projection system has historically not been a fan of David Dahl. I mean, still has his OPS over 800, so an above-average hitter, um, but as a slightly below-average defender. So basically, this has him as just a just barely above a replacement-level player. So, I mean, hopefully David Dahl can return to form, but with his injury history, it's eh, it's uncertain what he'll do moving forward. Tony Walters is down here later on the list. Uh, Josh Fuentes is projected as the starting first baseman. I'm not sure if he's going to end up there, uh, but they project him at basically a replacement level player, 0.1 wins above replacement. Uh, and, I mean, I think he can potentially be an average hitter, but if he's an average hitter, then he definitely has to maintain his defense that I've talked about before. So hopefully he can continue doing so. They also slide in a platoon of Hilliard and Ian Desmond with Tapia and Dahl in center and, and right field. So, I mean, maybe those guys will get some playing time, but it's it's still up in the air. The most uh, highly contributing reliever that Zips has projected for the Colorado Rockies is Scott Oberg, who hasn't played. Uh, obviously, he uh, had he's had like three surgeries, I think, in the last year for his uh, blood clots that formed in his arm. Uh, but, I mean, there's optimism that he's going to return uh, and hopefully return to form. Uh, with the starting pitchers, uh, Zips has Marquez at 3.8, which is uh, the same exact wins above replacement as Nolan Arnato. So that's something to keep in mind. I mean, if they both have very high-quality seasons, that's definitely a good indication for the Colorado Rockies. Kyle Freeland is back up and uh, projected at 2.2 wins above replacement, which is good. Um, that's definitely what you want out of a middle of a rotation guy. Um, Gray's at 1.9, or sorry, 1.8, which is a little bit disappointing for him, considering he's supposed to be near the top of the lineup or the top of the rotation. But, uh, I mean, you'll take it because at least it's not bad. Um, Sensatel is projected at 1.5, which that might be a little low. He might um, – he did – very solid this last season. He was definitely a bright spot, someone that performed better than expected. And if he gets 1.5, that won't be a bad thing, but you hope he retains his form that he did last season. Uh, but there definitely is some room for regression for Sensatella. Uh, and in last place for starters as Ryan Castellani with a negative 0.8 wins above replacement. So I'm uh, not sure what the Rockies' fifth starter looks like. Talked about that. There's definitely some arms out there that they can still sign. 
I don't know if Castellani is the answer for this season. Maybe he has some upside down the road, but not this season, I don't think. Um, so, I mean, that's – Givens is uh, – Michael Givens, he's projected to come back and do pretty well. Yancey Almonte is not projected to do well. I think he was projected to be the 26th most valuable pitcher on the team. So, and obviously, again, this doesn't – this assumes playing time is fairly equal. So, I mean, just in terms of raw talent, Zips is giving Almonte a pretty bad grade. Where I think – I mean, I think his peripherals look really good, and I think his actual numbers look really good. So I'm not sure what Zips is seeing that I'm not. Uh, I definitely trust Zips as a system. I think it's a fairly good one. But, uh, I mean, down the road, I'm not sure what it's seeing in, in Yancey Almonte. I think he's going to be a very quality reliever for the Colorado Rockies this season, just as he was this last season. Um, so, with that out of the way, that's what Zips looks like for Colorado Rockies this season. Um, you can read Dan Zimborski's article on Fangrass if you want to look at what he thinks uh, the Rockies will look like. He's a notable Colorado Rocky uh, hater, quote-unquote. I mean, he doesn't hate the Rockies as a team. He dislikes how the Rockies are managed. And, I mean, who can blame him? Um, and managed at a, in a front office level, mostly. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what Fangraphs has in terms of projections for the Rockies. Uh, they don't expect the Rockies to be anything terribly positive. So, so thank you all for tuning in to the 20th and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports. As always, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Cade C. Walker and shoot me a tweet. Send me a message if you have any questions. I'll answer it on the show. Uh, thank you again for uh, tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.